Good morning, everyone. This is Troy. Hope you're having a good uh, start to your day. You've, you're absolutely smashing uh, your morning. Um, or if you're listening, listening to this down in New Zealand, um, hope you're having a good night's sleep. <laughs> um, I know I've got actually a bunch of listeners in New Zealand, which is awesome. Naturally, um, being from there, I was always get, that was always going to be the case. Um, but uh, what's going on today? So... Actually, yesterday, yesterday I had, um, I'm going to chat a little bit about an uncomfortable experience. Not so much yesterday, but one that I learned a lot from a few years back. But uh, yesterday, I had the opportunity to go into my daughter's school and present to a couple of classes, uh, talk about um, being involved with rugby as my career, um, talk about what I do now in terms of how we help people, um, show some rugby videos, of course. Uh, brought in a couple of rugby balls and just let the let the kids have have at it in terms of questions um, it's always funny some of the questions you get though especially from the kindergarten kids um, just randomly you know you're you're in a specific topic all right and then all of a sudden they're like so mr. Hall are you faster than a cheetah and I'm like it's a, they just it just makes you just just laugh sometimes and um, I don't even think I gave an answer, which is, I should have probably given an answer, but, um, but it's just a good time, and it's any time I get to, any chance and opportunity I get to share rugby, uh, I'm going to do it. Uh, I've spent a lot of years actually just hitting up PE classes, hitting up community areas, and just sort of exposing kids to the game. Not expecting anything in return, just, here's rugby, I'm going to plant this seed now, and then hopefully, if you see it again, or you... You had a good ex- obviously number one you have a good experience you have fun but also um, you may come across it again and play it either right away or you may play it a few years down the road um, so yeah it's been it's been good um, and uh, another reason I like going in is I, I share a bit about New Zealand because you know where we are right now we're in Somerville South Carolina not a lot of New not, not a lot of New Zealand is around um, and a lot of them didn't even know where New Zealand was on the map. Uh, most, well, not even most. Some of them picked up on uh, on Australia and, and the UK and that, but not New Zealand. So, again, it's just helping the kids kind of expand their horizons a little bit. Um, I think they should do a a research project on New Zealand. To be honest, I kind of shared that with the teachers just as a bit of a side a side note. Uh, but yeah, sharing rugby, sharing New Zealand, sharing. Helping kids become a little bit more worldly and, and um, know that Somerville, South Carolina is just a small speck in the world and there's a lot of other things out there. So it was fun, but it was, it's always a little bit, you always get a little bit nervous about it just because it's, you know, you got 60, 60 kids are staring at you along with like five or six teachers who are looking at you as well. But um, it's good fun and it always reminds me of, Sometimes an uncomfortable experience. This was a very uncomfortable experience. That turned out to be a really, really good experience, which they generally do if you just push through it enough, um, and you just wait and be patient for that tipping point from uncomfortable to getting. This is really good. And this is worth it. So, I don't know if you didn't know it, but I it, back in the early 2000s, so 2004 and 2006. So I actually travelled to America and worked in a summer camp. For three months um, and this wasn't just a regular summer camp um, this was like ridiculous amount of kids 
um, over 130 counselors or something like that. And I was, my role at the camp was to teach water skiing, wakeboarding and drive boats. Um, and then obviously to bunk with the kids with, a, with another roommate and look after like 10 kids for eight weeks. Um, so picture that, 10 weeks, um, no, sorry, eight weeks, 10 kids, driving boats, water skiing, wakeboarding. It sounds like an absolute dream, right? Which it was in the end, it was a, a really cool experience. I met a lot of great guys. Um, still, some I still keep in touch with now. And I actually went over with a mate of mine, um, Ali Kidd, um, who's one of my best mates from where I'm, where I'm from in New Zealand. But it was so uncomfortable that first day. Remember, because I'd never been to America before, obviously, and we're flying in, we fly into LA, we fly LA to um, Hartford, Hartford, Connecticut, and then from Hartford up to Springfield, Massachusetts. So, no, I didn't, you know, Hartford and Connecticut, all those I'd never even heard of, right? And I was just on a plane, we were just like, where are we going? Um, and obviously, we'd booked a ticket to go and all that, so we knew the last location, but we show up at the airport. Out comes this white van to pick us up. Um, this basketball dude, I remember just this big basketball guy. And we're already out of element at this point. And we take us to the camp. No kids are there yet. We had a sort of a two week prep period for it. And we roll into the commons room and there's this, it's like a scene out of a movie almost. You know, like those camp movies you see. Um, you know, you've got your, your lacrosse boys, you've got your football guys, you got your basketball guys, um, and they're just looking at us, like, who are these guys, basically, because <laughs> there was no, there was no, there was a lot of foreigners at the camp, a lot of overseas people from, like, Australia, our entire water skiing staff was all, all Australian, Kiwis, uh, a couple of Canadians, but it was just so uncomfortable, um, being put in that position, being, going from Thames to, now I'm in Springfield, Massachusetts, with all these, like, um, American lads um, and just trying to find our way and we're just sitting down going what do we do next <laughs> what do we do next we had no like structure at that point um, and as they, obviously you go through the next few days you start getting to know them a bit more you're getting on the boats start getting a feel for the place starting to get a little more comfortable and the kids haven't even arrived yet um, and I always remember thinking, like, is this? Am I going to stay? Is this something I'm going? Am I going to put myself through this for eight weeks? Because um, I had a little, I had a sore knee at the time too from rugby, so I just injured it beforehand. It was it was bothering me, so I couldn't really getting in and out of the boats was annoying. Um, but there was a point where I was like, am I going to stay or am I going to go home or am I going to go somewhere else? And I was pretty close to going somewhere else. Um, but I'm so thankful that I stuck with it through that little bit of a niggling injury. Um, because once the kids arrived, it was like, bang, you had no, no chance to even think at that point. He's uh, like, here, Troy, has 10 kids. Welcome. You know, they're all 12-year-olds. Here's your bunk. And you're looking after these guys for eight weeks. And it was... And i got to say, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. And it was not... It was going from the challenging start to it to just being a mentor for those boys to getting up in the morning at 6 a.m. skiing with some of the best mates, some, some of my good mates um, that were in that camp and then just kind of just getting into a really good groove with it and it was it was a really really cool opportunity to do that um, 
and it's just one of those uncomfortable experiences that I stuck at um, and I'm so glad I did stick with it and I think it's definitely helped me with other areas of my life even now because um, that's what, 15 years ago now um, so doing all these little things after that I think came from some of those situations like that some of those, I stuck it out I, I could have gone home I could have done something else I could have taken the easy option but I didn't and I, and I never have since and it's a, you know we sold our house and moved out here two years ago it's freaking hard um, but we're not taking the easy option because the result at the end of it is going to outweigh all of these challenges that we're facing right now and we have in the last couple of years same goes for my rugby career I could have taken the easy way out and just not really showed up to camps or played and put myself out there but I did because the end result getting a cap playing sevens for the USA, 15s for the USA, winning national championships with NIAC. Um, again, all of those achievements outweigh all of the, that work that I put in uh, to get myself into that position. And, you know, that's that's something I encourage anyone to do is just to keep putting yourself out there. When it gets difficult, when it gets challenging, go back to why you're even doing it in the first place, right? Um, and just there's going to be that tipping point. There will be a tipping point when it starts to go in your favor a little bit. I always talk. I always look at it like a, a kettle. You know, you put on a kettle for a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Um, you know, when you click the button, it starts boiling. It starts boiling. It starts boiling. Um, well, then the, then it then it goes, and then the steam goes, and it's bang. Then it then it pops in there. Every cup of coffee, it's it's like that. Everything's just kind of like simmering inside, simmering, simmering, simmering. Maybe it's an uncomfortable moment. It's a simmering, simmering, simmering. But then it's gonna then it's gonna flip that other way, um, and just most people don't wait most people aren't patient enough to just wait um, for that for that moment for that result for that step in the right direction because um, I saw I'm almost done there but I saw a a photo of the day and there's a start line all right there's a line obviously and then there's a finish line right most people like won't start most people will finish before they even get to that start line um, so everything about what you you know things you've done in the past that have been uncomfortable that you've got through um, and also think about some of the times that you didn't even give yourself a fair chance at doing it right um, so yeah uh, I'm not sure where I was going with that but um, yeah I started with career day uh, being a little bit uncomfortable there but absolutely loving loving my time exposing New Zealand rugby culture and then hey that, that camp experience um, water skiing every day meeting lots of people um, expand, expanding my horizon to make it's helping me become more worldly in those times um, has definitely set me on that right path. And who doesn't love to water ski and wakeboard, right? We were slalom skiing, racing each other, like just wakeboarding and getting on there, spinning, flipping, jumping. It was one hell of an experience. Okay, anyways, 